remind ourselves of the themes that we talked about in those series and even uh, memorize them. So that when you think about the book of Exodus or the book of Psalms or the book of Lamentations, you'll have a, a memory verse that you can lean back on and that you can remember as you think about the themes of those, those books. Does that make sense? Um, does anybody have them all at this point? God says, should I not punish them for this? Should I not? 
exact opposite of what I have told you to do and to be. I have told you to be a light to the world, a blessing to the world, not to steal from it, take from it. I have told you to protect the widow, protect the orphan, protect the vulnerable, not take advantage of them, not to do more violence to them. I told you to stay close to me, be faithful to me as your God, and instead you have turned your back, and worst of all, worst of all, you're attacked. Worst of all, you love every second of it, because you are getting rich, and you are getting fat, and you are getting content off of your sin. And I can't let you do this. You can't wear the name of my people and not act like my people. And so the book of Jeremiah is all a warning that God passed along to Jeremiah for him to give to the city of Jerusalem. That if they kept going in their sin, if they didn't repent, if they didn't turn around and follow the way that God instructed them, then bad things were going to happen. And sadly, what Jeremiah prophesied comes true. Um, in the book, uh, or in, in about 587 B.C., an army from the north So uh, 
way easier to get away with a mistake. It's way easier to get away with a momentary lapse in judgment than it is that big, scary, big brother face. I think. And so you get caught by your spouse doing something that you shouldn't have, and you just say, I made a mistake. I messed up. You know, I'm generally a pretty good person. I just made one little tiny error in judgment when I took our life savings and put it on blast, and now our kids can't go to college. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. means 
save it by best shot, but I just came up with a little bit. Um, a good example of this is uh, if you've ever been on a mission trip or if you have ever gone out and kind of served somewhere in a community, and you go out because you love God, and you go out because you love your neighbor, and you serve because you want to help people, and you've got all these great core desires trying to Try to press you or influence you to do something that you know you shouldn't do. 
just like the people of Jerusalem in Jeremiah's time, a lot of times we expect God to just sit idly by and wait. Or even, even worse, to resort to and say that. God's holiness demands we just not go unnoticed. And that is what the book of Lamentations is all about. The people of Judah, even though they wanted to keep their identity as, as Israel, even though they wanted to keep their identity as the people of God, had all this unrepentant sin and they were proud of it. Everything that the Lord said to guard, the widow, the orphan, the foreigner, the vulnerable, their temple, their hearts, their relationship with God, was being sold out. And God said, I'm not going to put that thing up. It's happening. So in 587, when the Babylonians came knocking on the door, they laid waste to everything, and God never passed. And the book is clear that Jerusalem was just like Sodom, and just like Gomorrah, and just like Jericho, and it was destroyed because of the sinfulness of the people, and it would be unthinkable for anybody to think that could happen, because Jerusalem is the holy city of God. It's where the temple was. It's where the holy of holies was. It's where God's very presence dwells. Surely God's not going to let anything happen. Now, what I don't want anybody to hear in the middle of this is that if we ourselves in this moment are suffering, it's because we're being judged by God. Right? That, that we've lost someone we love, we're dealing with a disease, we have a chronic issue, I lost my job, I had my kids taken away, whatever it might be, and think, well, surely that's because God is judging me. That's not the message here, because as we'll see in a moment, that the punishment that was reserved for us was taken on by Christ, and so God doesn't treat our sin in that way anymore. But what I desire for us to internalize here this morning is the story of and apply it to ourselves in this way. That I don't want any of our lives to look like zero. I don't want, in the final calculation, anyone to be able to look at you and look at me and weep over what could have been. I don't want anyone to look at the lives of the men and women who were at Fry Church on October 28, 2018 and say, they could have repented, they could have turned back, they could have confessed their sin, drawn nearer to God, but they chose not to. And then the logical consequence of the path that they were on tore their lives down. That's what Jeremiah's lament is for here, that it could have been different. It could have been different. God gave them time. But their unwillingness to repent and their pride led them down a different path. And my fear is that here today there are those of us that have heard the gospel, we've read the book, we've heard the voice of the Holy Spirit saying, turn, 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 and we have chosen to harden our hearts and stiffen our necks and say, nah, I'm good. I don't need this. And the lesson of Jerusalem is that one day it'll be too late. Too late either because the consequences of sin will just all fall in at once, or too late because your life will be over before you know it. But it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way because the mercy of God is present here among us in a far different way than it was with the people of Judah even. He gave them time. He asked them to turn. But there wasn't a whole lot of help. They had to do it in their own strength. But what God has given us is the person of Jesus Christ. Jesus is the one who steps into our